Doug and Marty versus the World is sponsored and paid for by Marty McClendon, Doug Bassler, and EasyTVSpots.com. Round one, go. Well, Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, this is uh, Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon. This is Doug and Marty versus the world. Happy New Year, brother. That's Happy, Happy New Year to you Year. as well. Hope all is good. You had a uh, a great Christmas, I'm assuming, with all those kids and relatives. and Lots of travel back and forth, but great Christmas. It was nice to have the kids home. Um you know, they're flying left and right. And, you know, of course, that was expensive. Of course, I, I spent lots of money, but uh, it was all worth it, brother. How about you? Uh, that it, it was it was fun because we traveled mm-hmm. and we had most of the family together. And we had. Yeah, it was it was great. Uh, the thing is, weird, weird was I got this I got this weird cold and I still have it today. And so it kind of made me have to slow down. And so I thought, well, I guess the Lord must have let that happen because, you know, if you're not 100%, then you can't go out and do crazy things and you just tend to sit around. We rented a we rented a place down in Portland, Oregon, and we had uh, my wife's mother, my mother-in-law. We had mm-hmm. uh, uh, just a really interesting season. And um, it made me think, brother, that really, like, who cares about Megan and and, and Harry? <laughs> I mean, really, because that's because it's like all over the news, right? Like, uh, yes, like one as of the if, stories. As if we're interested. Are we're you not. interested in Megan and Harry, brother? No, I was. What's funny about it is, is Megan came from a, a TV show that I really liked. It was called Suits. She was actually very good in that show. And of course, I like a lot of shows that are buddy shows. Go figure, right? You and I are friends for for years. But I, I like the show because of the camaraderie between the older and the younger, and and those you know the suits and the lawyers. So she was a good role. But when she left that and realized it was the, the not the actor, the role she's playing, but the actual person. Boys, that's that. No, I have no interest whatsoever. Um, the whole royal tabloid thing, uh, they seem like brats, brother. So I have no interest in hearing more about them. Yeah, Megan's, <laughs> Megan's a doof, and uh, and she's a prima donna. And yeah. so, what you know, if I want that, I'll just look at my own kids. There we go. Uh, right? I'm just saying, there are times, and it's like, <laughs> there are times like uh, we, our biggest thing when we get upset sometimes. You don't have kids. any sons in law, so you don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, well, uh, they're never they, good uh, enough, right? It's it's my little girls. Yes. So I'm sorry, you're not good enough for her, but you know you still love them. Exactly right. But I'm way more <laughs> interested in what they're doing than than Harry and Meghan. So all of you who love Harry and Meghan. Uh, we excuse you. We think you're great, but get a life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean it in the I mean I mean it in the most Christian way, the nicest way, brother. And I'm kidding, of course. Yeah. And before we get to the, there's a lot of a lot of news stories, of course. The, which ones should we talk about? Which ones actually make a difference? Well, this in Kevin McCarthy thing has been a right. an absolute, you know, it's it's a victory of sorts. Yes. Right. It's a victory in that some people in Congress don't want business as usual. They don't yes. want the guy who led the party to not having a red wave, right? We should yes. get rid of McConnell, McCarthy. Let's get some new blood in there. Let's find somebody that has some ideas, somebody that has a little bit of tenacity and courage. And and the name calling, 
Brother. Yes. I know, brother. I mean, you're terrorists, you're uh, spoiled brats, you're, I mean, all the name calling. That is not an argument. That is not convincing me to vote for you. If I was in Congress right now and they call me a, a terrorist and a and all this stuff, I'd be like, well, that's that's not an argument. What are you going to yeah. do? What are we going to do about January 6th? What right. are we going to do about election integrity? What are we going to do about Hunter Biden's freaking laptop? Mm-hmm. Right. And so that this nobody talks about how Kevin McCarthy was the leader of this debacle that we had last fall. Mm-hmm. Right. That that Rona McDaniel. That, that yes, that, the, the, you know, the million dollar trips <laughs> and that kind of stuff. We understand. And, he and they're just. They're just yeah. not, you know. He also said that, you know, these things were, you know, the comment on COVID, he went along with the party line. He's a rhino. We don't understand that. He's more of a, a moderate, if you put it that way. Okay. Okay. So I understand. Moderate means Democrat, but yep. go ahead. Okay. So what Carrying we have on. though, and he was kind of the heir apparent and, and some people's, uh, have yeah, been like we're about, supposed to, uh, we're supposed to crown him. We're like supposed he, to coronate like He was him. the next in line. Yeah. Whatever. Just like Pelosi was in the other. It works you know. in a democracy. I, I love the fact that to your point, this debate that's going on, um, there are, and the 201 that are kind of towing the party line, uh, to support McCarthy reminds me much of the Washington state legislature. What do you like the leadership in the, on the Republican side in the House or the Senate? We know J.T. Wilcox and and so forth. Um, but in most of the case, it's that way. This is the the heir apparent. Don't go against it or you'll be punished later, if you will, right? This, it's kind of like that, okay, unless someone wants to challenge them. So here you have McCarthy, who's kind of the anointed one, if you will. And 201 are actually ganging up on 20 that would have actually oppose a, just a slam dunk, you know, sort of a wink, wink, nod, nod. Here you are, here the speaker, because they don't trust him because he's proven over the last six, seven years that he d- can't be trusted. He's there not may a be hope for the Republican Party. Yes, that's all I got to say. Uh, but the cool thing about it is, for those that, that say, "Well, look, there's only twenty people. Why would they do this? Not going to win." They already have. The point is, is they these won. twenty? They already have. They've got concessions galore. Now he's he's going to sign them. And Matt put them Gates. In Matt Gates came out and said they threatened his committee. We're not yeah. going to give you committee assignments and all that. And he said, you know what? If Kevin McCarthy's speaker, then who cares? Because the committees right. will be powerless. They won't be doing anything. So we yeah. don't care about that. So yeah. you know, if you've got people that don't care, that are willing to die for their convictions, brother, you got somebody special in there. Yeah. So, um, and I think it's interesting to see like much of the, like Sean Hannity, which I'm a big fan of Hannity, but lately he's been really annoying me because he's all along, go it's ahead, always get it done, me, blah, blah, blah. I know. <laughs> uh, but these are newscasters are, are pushing as well saying, Hey, get on with it. Get back to the pe- people's business. They've all agreed the entire Republican caucus that they're going to investigate uh, Hunter Biden. They're going to uh, hold accountable on the COVID thing. So we, they better do it. A delay of a couple of days, and I think you and I are in agreement, um, this is well worth it to be played out to actually not do business as usual. The fact that they spent this like $1.7 trillion spending bill at the end of the election before these new congressmen were there, it just doesn't make any sense. Why would they Republicans go along with the Democrats to pass this massive spending bill? You know, because... Right. They didn't want conservatives coming in and controlling the person. Well, you know, obviously we're recording this earlier than Saturday. So we don't know what's going to happen on Friday. But if if uh, if he stepped down, I'd be happy. You know, let's let's move on. 
if they if they really want to get this thing going, then give up. You've lost. You didn't get a majority. Yeah. What I, if those I, twenty? What if those twenty? <laughs> brother, as, as, this could as, happen. I what know, if it could, those it could. twenty Republicans go caucus with the Democrats? Right. I know. And, and they pick a real versa. conservative Democrat and they elect a Democrat speaker. The what? danger there as happen? well is on the flip side of it. These moderate rhino Republicans but would what's rather the work with Democrats. Between a Democrat, a fake Democrat, I mean a fake Republican, and a Democrat. Yeah. Nothing. What's the difference? Why not? If I was those 20, I'd go, you guys need to knock it off or we're going to go caucus with the Democrats. Yeah. You stop it or we're going to do this. And then, what, I've, what I've seen in our own state. I'll tell you what, they could probably get concessions. Yeah. What I've seen in our own state and what I see on the net on the hill, if the conservatives are going to uh, win, the moderates or the rhinos or the Democrats name only, whatever you may be, will side with the Democrats over the conservatives. Is this is a battle going on at the local, state, and national level. And it's being played out before our eyes. And to your point, they've already got concessions. So I, I do believe that even probably by the time we air this show that Kevin McCarthy will be sworn in as speaker, but his hands will be tied in a way that the conservatives that got concessions. Would be yes. Good. Um, yes. All right. So it's Thursday night. We're recording this thing. So mm-hmm. we, we try to get as close as we can to Saturday because we want, we don't like to be, but I'm going to bet you a dollar. Okay. It'll take me on it. I'm betting you $1 that Kevin McCarthy will not be the speaker on Saturday. I think they're going to keep going. I think that, you know, Lauren Boebert and all their the friends are going to say no. I, I thought it was interesting, though, however, that Donald Trump said, come on, guys, let's yeah, just do this and Kevin, move on because he wants right. to get he wants to get moving. He wants to take on, the win and move on towards uh, the next win. Right. Right. But, um, uh, you know, I think that this is a this is a continuation of the Tea Party movement of uh, 2009, 10, mm-hmm. um, that that they finally are going to say, because what did we have? We had the 2016. We had the Senate. We had the House. We had the presidency. And what did the Republicans do, brother? Nothing, they did brother. nothing. They would. Yep. Donald Trump would have signed anything they sent him. They yep. could have repealed and replaced. They could have done all this stuff, but they did nothing as limited, usual because we had rhinos in charge. Went from Boehner to Paul Ryan. Both um, those were not conservative. Either rhino one. to rhino. Right. Yep. Right. African desert or whatever. And then um, all the good stuff that happened, the Roe v. Wade, all the stuff that is, that's happened that Donald Trump brought in, the lower gas prices, mm-hmm. the securing the border, all these different things. He did it by himself without the support. And um, I'm telling you, this is a good thing. And uh, I'm a I'm a big fan of national write your congressman. I don't know if you ever you you probably mm-hmm. on that too, right? Yep. But yep. they they send you updates, and then you have direct lines to your reps where you can just email them, call them, whatever, and they 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 tell you this kind of stuff. And I love that because it's sort of like inside baseball because it's it's mm-hmm. really not the news. It's just the facts. Here's what's going on in the House. Here's what's going on in the Senate. And what do you think? Right. And uh, so uh, just to One encourage of- our, our listeners, if you haven't heard of or uh, you might want to consider National Right Your Congressman. Mm-hmm. One of the images I saw on this thing before we go into the next story was interesting. I saw Matt Gates in the gallery sitting next to Pramila Jayapal. And I was like, 
that's an interesting pair. And they're just joking it up and t- talking. And I'm like, the talk about polar opposites from the political scale, uh, Matt Gates and Pramila Jayapal, right? And then uh, Laura Ingram asked Matt Gates what they were talking about. He goes, I was telling her not to leave the floor. <laughs> <laughs> don't go to some fundraiser so the numbers don't drop because if the Democrats don't show up, the number to gain for Kevin McCarthy drops as well. Right. And so that was funny. It was gamesmanship. So he's, he's out there saying, Hey, all right, we may not agree on anything, but you should stay here <laughs> and vote. Yeah. You know, I was down in Arizona before Christmas for the uh-huh. turning point USA event. They had down there, the America fest 2022. Um, had a great time with, uh, you know, Keith Swank and Ari yep. Hoffman and others, but, um, Matt Gates spoke and he was good, bro. Mm-hmm. He was like, we are going to do this thing and we're going to da da da. And I'm like, yeah, this is great. He's, but you know, but what can you do? And now I'm seeing this and I'm like, dude, that guy just put his money where his mouth is. Well, you he's think like, a couple things here for our listeners that they didn't know. Matt Gates has been attacked. Uh, they knew he was up and coming. He was a Trump supporter, but they went after him. They tried to sully his name, like um, sexual, whatever, you know, and so it's all this mud, 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 and he survived and, and with a smile and he's been fighting. And then Kevin McCarthy actually ran and gave money to opponents of these conservatives. So not like, once again, like I was saying, it wasn't like they, they uh, you know, they just didn't talk to him. They actually uh, worked against an, a sitting incumbent Republican congressman by supporting their opponent. So there's an ax to grind. I get it, right? I've, I've, I've had personal experience in this matter. I get where Matt Gates coming from. Why but he's not, stronger. If they're going right? to fight you anyway, then why not fight back? That's, see, that's the thing that yeah. I really liked about Mr. Trump. Mm-hmm. Is that they're, Oh, he's mean. I'm like, yeah, he fights back. We haven't had that. George W. didn't fight back. Right. Uh, right. You know, that we didn't have somebody who would go toe to toe. Um, Ronald Reagan, I think, probably, I, I'm he fought back, but he fought back with humor yeah. and with uh, statesmanship and all that, but he stood firm, right? Yeah, and, of course, he, they he attacked was, him with this uh, Iran-Contra and all this yeah. different stuff, right? But he was able, like you said, he was a great order. Uh, he was able to articulate things in a way that he was able to get the you look silly on his side, right? right? Yeah, right. But he, he was in a way that he could actually insult you, and you would laugh at your own insult. You know what I mean? Uh, I won't hold your inexperience, youth and inexperience against you, right? It's just the whole idea. And they were talking about him being too old, right? It's just what a really smart guy. And I know Trump is as well. It's just different personalities, right? Different ways to communicate. Well, I, since since uh, you brought up Donald Trump. Uh, why don't we talk about him for a minute? Uh, you know, now we've got uh, we've got a couple of issues with Donald Trump right now, yes. right? Number one, we had the big uh, LGBT gay, the, basically the log cabin Republicans yep. event at Mar-a-Lago, where Trump, you know, adamantly said we will support the gay rights movement and all this kind of thing, um, and that that was bad. And I've saw a lot of the you know the conservative base uh, say, "Wow, that." disqualifies him you know and and i think that he's got bad advisors and then you know he comes out with this statement the reason the republicans didn't um win the big red wave was because there were two pro-life but all the really really pro-life people were the ones that got elected 
It exactly was the squishy right. ones or the people that didn't talk about it. I mean, they didn't take the issue on that got defeated. Right. People that are clear in their convictions got elected on the conservative side and the far left side. The idea is knowing who you are. If you're squishy middle, uh, you flip flop, whatever, people don't trust you. That's the biggest thing here. But to your point. So how do we deal with them? In in 2016, Trump, that's one of the first things he did was come out with the, the gay pride flag. So it's one of his quirks. I don't agree he's a, with him. He's a New York guy, right? That's, yeah, that's, it's a, New York that's guy. a New York thing. But he also um, got Roe v. Wade overturned. I mean, I yeah. Yeah, so, okay, so. He appointed a conservative. Look, I'm not going to uh, agree with Trump on, on the same-sex marriage and LGBT. I understand from a strategic standpoint. There are a lot of log cabin that understand conservative values, except they for that have, issue. It, it, yeah, generally are very fiscally yeah. conservative and free market and all that. Yeah, I get it. The 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 pro life issue. I know it's a it's a divisive one, but it, I clearly believe he's wrong. But he's obviously been he was a Democrat for years, lived in New York. You can understand his viewpoint, uh, but uh, you and I. But he was blatantly pro life. He's done yeah. more. He did more as president for the pro-life movement than any president in history. Is, isn't that interesting, though? Is, there's, I, I believe there's a scriptural reference. I'm not talking about Trump being scriptural, but I'm talking about the fact there was a time, isn't it better uh, for you to not say you're not going to do something and you eventually do it, right? God wants you to do something, and you're like, eh. Then you go, oh, I'll do it. Sure, there's two sons. Right, right, right. The Versus the other one says, who says, one, I'll do father it. father comes and says, hey, go out and work in the field. He says, the one says, I will, and he doesn't. Yeah. The Great. second one says, I won't, but it changes his mind and goes out and does it. Which one obeyed him? Well, the one that went out and did it. Right. And we also know that it's the fruit. So what he did through his policies actually was probably the most conservative policies passed even pre-Reagan. So to your point, getting the conservative judges passed, getting Roe v. Wade overturned, those are all amazing things. And he may have done it for different reasons versus an ideological reason. This is the right thing to do. Which I, I believe that's who he is. He was well. We to did not elect him to be our pastor. Exactly. I think we elected him to be president, and I think we want a fighter. So I'm not. Um, I'm not sour on the guy. Uh, I'm still a. I'm still a, a fan. But let me just say, I'm a little bit less of a fan, and yeah. and and I'm a little more open to a DeSantis <laughs> or right. someone that right. might. Well, DeSantis is definitely surging. Obviously, I, I think he's a fantastic governor. There's no telling if that may, would make a fantastic president or not. Um, I think Trump still has the inside um, lane for that when it comes to 2024. 2024. Um, it'd be interesting to see. But I, the luster is wearing off a bit. Part of that is because of the media and the constant attack on him. But he, he does tend to um put he obstacles he in his own even way. got started i mean he announced yeah. early probably to get the you know to get the it's back but you, aren't you encouraged doug honestly you know joe biden the president right now the quasi fake president whatever you call him is going to the u.s southern border what do you think after two years what's he gonna get supposed- some tacos or something or- <laughs> supposed to go to el paso you know because el paso yeah you know that's yeah, in texas there- it is in Texas. He wants to go see the border. And the- I thought when he said he was going to the southern border, he was going to Virginia. <laughs> Get this, though. You know, he, he's already, before he goes, is he says, that, look, I've been wanting to fix this the whole time. It's the Republicans stopping me from doing it. It's like, can you lie anymore? 
<laughs> and he says it with a straight face. I just can't believe this. He says this with a straight How face. How can you tell when Joe Biden's lying? Yeah, his lips are moving, his right? His lips are moving. And, and Kamala Harris is behind him with her fingers kind of crossed, kind of uh, biting her tongue, if you will. It's uh, quite the picture pose, but it's always, it's what you do, right? You blame everybody else for your own um, pr um, problems you created, right? And you know what the solution that the Democrats are pushing right now, Doug? It's the one they've always been pushing for a long time. But they go, look, we want to fix this too. We want to give them all citizenship. We want to make uh, leave it open, you know, just uh, streamline and, and fast pace uh, them all being citizens. And someone asked, them, isn't that unfair? What about people that are coming through legally? And they said, well, they'd be in the back of the line, but they'd all come in. It's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> There's that's always the end. that's always the end game. Yep. The the issue though is that we have a lot of okay. Well, there's two main issues. Uh, number one, there's a lot of bad people in there. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, you know we're talking MS13. You know this this one dude they caught last week. This week, um, you know has been deported like three or four times, living in Florida or wherever, right? Mm -hmm. And just they just come white back in. So there's no. There's no penalty for sin, you know, and, and that's not liberty and justice for all, right? That's liberty and justice for no one. For so, two years, the, the administration has been telling us the border secure. There's not a problem down there. They've been basically gaslighting the American citizens. And now they're recognizing because the American citizens have said, look, you lost the Congress because you're lying. There is a border crisis. This is a, a uh, uh, danger. The fentanyl uh, crisis, millions and millions of fentanyl pills coming up. Enough that over this last year to kill every single American, you know, plus, like you said, the gangs and the crime, plus the millions, millions uh, coming across the border in this year alone, 200,000 this month, you know, 600,000 gotaways, they call them, you know, this year. That is insane, you know, and it's all because of policies, right? Getting rid of the uh, stay in Mexico, um, get trying to overturn like, Title 42. Um, it's all the stuff. This just catch and release is re being restored. And uh, so this is intentional for, for a purpose. And to give it lip service is is all because, okay, to save face for the Democrat Party, for Joe Biden. So we're, we are probably where we would have been if we had elected Hillary instead of Donald. So they just accelerated, you know, the importation of non-citizens yes. into America in order to facilitate, you know, the changing demographic that they believe is going to give them a permanent Democrat majority. And that leads me to observation number two, the Hispanic vote is turning conservative. Yes. So, you know, if you're going to bring people in that you want you know, that love communism, I don't know where you're going to get them. Because if you bring the Chinese in, they don't like it. Right. No, and if you bring right. the if you bring in the Hispanics, they're all like church going Christian and Catholic and charismatic and you family give them a people. taste of freedom and the opportunity to succeed. They all of a sudden, hey, I like this freedom. So I don't like this communist stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, you know, it's the so granting them citizenship. Again, you know, I, Lord, give me the serenity to accept the things I can't, you know, fact, right, right, right. whatever that kind of thing, right? That's twelve step prayer or whatever. I never yes. that, but so I, you I know the serenity prayer. But I'm just saying that um, this stuff is going to backfire. God yes. is in control. Americans are not going to put up with it. We're not going to go communist. I don't. We're not going to do it. 
I have two things to, to line up here, and uh, you can tie it into everything. We're hoping this Republican Congress investigates Hunter Biden. We're hoping they investigate the COVID origins, origins and all the money thing. Uh, but we saw after 50-plus years the JFK files come out, right? And much of what it says basically is that the CIA was involved in the assassination of the president. Now, there's, that there's is a lot a- of— that is treason. That's treason. And yet that's the media a coup. is not covering it. It's a coup, right? LBJ was involved in the whole bit. And so, but they're like, ah, oh, that was the past. Let's go keep on going. Wait, wait, wait. You can't do that. And yet I saw an article today that made me think of that. They haven't changed anything. They haven't no. changed. They're the same. It's the same organization. They just assassinated this- Trump. They just didn't do it with a bullet. Exactly right. The character assassination, finances, you name it. And how DHS, many attacks have they FBI, had? Yep. CIA. So there's an article today because of a congressional uh, demand. There was a report on the um, the deficit or what happened uh, based on Biden's shutting down of the Keystone Pipeline. Did you see that one? No. Uh, it was interesting because it was a, a congressionally it, charged report um, that they had to report because of demand that came out today. And it was uh, um, – prepared by the government, which is interesting, but it says the killing of the Keystone Pipeline, the decision by Biden when he first came into the to the office, they said estimated that they lost 60,000 good paying jobs. And it was a $9.6 billion hit to our economy just by that one decision, brother. 9.6 billion. So it was nearly 10% of what we've sent to Ukraine. Yes. Yeah. But uh, that one decision shutting down that one pipeline that's the economic impact and the jobs lost. Um, this is huge. That the, first of all, that it's they'll probably try to debunk it, but it's produced by the actual industry, Department of Energy, of what of the impact of that decision. So it's just, mm. yeah. And um, all is revealed. Mm-hmm. All is revealed. Now, obviously, it's up to us, our listeners, and you and I and others. Um, we got to pray and obey. Mm-hmm. And we got to do something, you know, I love James O'Keefe. I saw him down at turning point and he's mm-hmm. got that thing uh, that he says about project Veritas. His, his thing is four words. It says, be brave, do something, mm-hmm. right? Be brave, do something. I read that in, in first Corinthians. It says, be brave, be strong in the so, Bible. So God's yes. telling us to do that. And we're, we've got a, a, a whole mess of bastards who are teaching our people not to confront, not to, that's not loving, but see, loving, loving is not allowing people to run out in the freeway, bro. Exactly. Right. It's to discipline them. So they don't hurt themselves. Yeah. Love Loving, loving people would be, Hey, there's a hell. Maybe you might want to not go there. Right. Uh, I was, uh, I was driving uh, actually over to church uh, to do a worship practice. And uh, there's a lot of uh, emergency lights and I saw a person down and I saw a policeman pounding on his chest. You know, that guy's, you know, I don't know if he made it. I don't know if they revived him or whatever, because I was on my way somewhere. But I'm praying right. and I'm like, you know, this is what's going on around us. Uh, a good friend of us, a good friend of ours, uh, Pastor Troy Green, mm-hmm. um, his little seven-year-old granddaughter uh, died this week. And she's 15-month uh, battle with DIPG. Right. I don't know what that stands for, but it's bad. And, um, you know, they're, they're in a valley That's heartbreaking. and, um, yeah. and so the, you know, death is coming and, and, and we can ignore it and we can say that and, and, 
you know, I, I was talking to our, our friend Glenn Morgan this week and he said, you know, I, I went to school in New York and I, I went, you know, I was in a really high crime area and nothing is like that. It's, it's, it's awful. It's terrible. You're on your own. You have to take care of yourself and you just never know. And it's tragedy all the time. He says, we haven't had that here in Washington yet. We, we, it's bad. Crime is bad. Right. It's getting there. The thing he was worried about was when you get up, when you move up to it slowly, you just think it's always been this way. Right. right. But right. when it's sudden, then there, then, then it becomes a real issue for people. And that's what's happened with our kids. Mm-hmm. Right. It was sudden. All of a sudden we realized they're grooming our kids. They're, they're chemically castrating our little boys. They're yep. doing top surgery on our little girls. They're telling them that your values are hate speech, but their values are good. And that, you, yep. you know, and so it's time, you know, and this is one of the reasons why you had Glenn Youngkin get elected mm-hmm. in Virginia and stuff like that, because they're messing with the kids. And, um, and I think we're going to see that here in Washington. I think that we're going to see uh, more and more. That the parents are awake now that, you know, yes. they talk about being woke and all this kind of stuff. But when you wake up and when they mess with your kids and it doesn't matter if you're a Republican or Democrat, it no, doesn't matter right. if you're you left don't or right. mess with my you kids, love your kids yes. more than life. Part of being a parent or grandparent is you would die for your kids and yeah. you're not going to let anybody else abuse them or, or, or groom them or whatever. When you find out about it, it's in our DNA, if you will, to go after it. So I'm going to just a little bit, you've heard, you saw the, the story. I know the NFL and DeMar, um, the guy, the DeMar player Allen, that, yes. yeah, that um, took a hit and then had a heart attack on the field. Right. Um, and then the, the doctor, one of his, his doctors came out literally that next day and said that he gave him a recent uh, booster shot, but it was all done properly. So there was no problem with it. So basically don't look here. It's like, well, of course there Epic are a lot times of- uh, published an article this week that said uh, a, uh, what do they call it? A peer study group, something mm-hmm. like that. You're a medical, you're a medical guy. Anyway, mm-hmm. peer group study, 270 uh, healthy athletes dead. Yeah. That's after what, getting uh, vaccinated. That's where I was going. This is, um, this is not normal. First of all, young, healthy people, but these are superior athletes. These are like people that are like their health is a plus they got, they get measured all the time, dropping dead, you know, and the only commonality between these healthy athletes is the boosters. So there's, we've got to investigate this brother. This, this is um, it, it not to be scared. For people that have gotten in the past, but there is something wrong here. Well, clearly wrong where early in the pandemic, it was the overweight old people that were getting killed. When you have after with the boosters and vaccines and it's the young people, young, healthy people dropping dead. Um, that's something to um, someone needs to be able to cut. And, and you know, when they come out right away and say, well, it couldn't possibly be that. Yes. Right. And they, without, they don't know anything. Have they, they investigated it? Did they look? Did they see about the, did they look at the platelets, the clots, whatever? No, they just come out and say it. Oh, it, you know, it's perfectly safe. Well, I, I can tell you, if you're listening to this program, don't get vaccinated and don't get the booster. Yep. You know, not, you know, pray over it. You know, now we, the Bible says if we eat anything poison, mm-hmm. it won't hurt us. Right. So there's right. a, there is a protection, but Jesus also told the devil, you know, don't test God. Don't tempt, don't tempt them. Yeah. Don't test them. It, it is, it, it's, it's concerning 
um, because there's been these more and more of this stuff is coming out about things not being tested, about being rushed to market, about it's the profit motive behind it, about they're still pushing uh, for a future pandemic, if you will, uh, still pushing the boosters and the, and the vaccines. Jay Inslee still says that if you haven't been vaccinated, you can't work for the state. This is tyranny medical tyranny and political tyranny using this at the point of a gun. So we, we've been advocating for this for a long time. We want people to be healthy, uh, but the truth needs to come out about this because it's a whole lot of people have made a lot of money. A lot of people have died and are dying that didn't have to um, because of this thing. Right. So. So how do you really feel about it? Right. <laughs> How's that soapbox working out for you? Right well, there? it's pretty good. I, I, I wanted to say about this, though, is a lot of the Christians have gotten on board because openly both teams got together. People are praying. People are praying around the world for this young man. That's the positive thing is that all political parties aside, they turn to God. Uh, and, and public square, which we know that they don't like in normal cases, but um, we don't want to distract from this. There's a there's a problem, and we hope this 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 man recovers, is healthy, lives a long life. But maybe he has a testimony, right? Maybe he can be part of the advocate to expose this stuff um, and to save people in the future. I'm just it's it's crazy, uh, but I do have some good news for you. Well, I guess it's not a good news, but a story that we talked about before. But it came out again just on today, Thursday, when we're doing the show prior to Saturday. Uh, U-Haul comes out with their reports on where people are moving, right? And their latest one is 300,000 people have left California this year. You know, this is U-Haul's numbers. Uh, and majority of them are going to red states. Uh, Texas and Florida were the number one and two. But I'm thinking, that's a lot of people to leave a state. I, yeah, that's just, um, you should, hello, wake up. But no, they, and then California goes on to, to pass even more woke agenda and bills. So they, they don't care. Now, you know, they could have millions leave. They wouldn't care. Uh, what do you think, brother? Uh, well, you can't fault them for being smart. You're right. <laughs> the, 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 the it's key kind there, of a though, non-story, though, because uh, they're, they're replacing them with, uh, you know, an open border. Right, right. So, so the, yeah, it's kind of a wash as far as numbers, but it gives them more housing. Uh, the, the and that's uh, kind of hurting Texas. You can't afford Florida, anything though. there. Um, but three hundred thousand. But that, the issue there, though, is that's how many lot, of those? Dude. That's that's um that's a half a congressional seat right there. Yeah. Uh, so you yeah right right to keep that in perspective, that's you know, half congressional seat. But what if and if the majority of them they had like top six states, right? It was like uh, Texas, Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina, um, Tennessee, or something like that. It was like the top five. Um, that if they all move in a similar area and bring their values or bring their past voting um, habits, that's not good for those red states either. So we have to be aware you're leaving something because of the people in power the policies that were passed and made it a, a basically a hellhole to live in. That's why you up and moved. So don't bring those same values. My to the guess, new place. honestly, my guess would be that those would be conservatives that are leaving. You would hope that we're I, holding I on. That, I think that they're not, you know, I mean, there are people that do make the decision based on taxes and, you know, that type of thing, crime and stuff. But um, I, I would say that, on the whole, I think you're, you're probably okay. Uh, you know, don't, don't get nervous. They should all right, come right. here to, they should all come here to Washington. 
I'd be right. fine. Right. I'm here. I mean, I, I'm, I'm actually the ninth. Vote for Doug D- Bassler. Doug, I have a question for you. You know, um, great Governor Abbott in Texas, um, Ron DeSantis in Florida, and then there's another governor in like Iowa, whatever, conservative female governor that are shipping um, these illegal immigrants that come across the borders to states like uh, New York and D.C. And, and, you know, Kamala Harris's front steps. Why haven't they sent them to Washington? Washington's a sanctuary state. You know, it seems to be like they're all going. We got plenty. What's so, that? You know, it's it's. Part of it is the theater of it, you know, the, yeah. you know, the Martha's Vineyard, that was great. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they got to stay there for all like 40 minutes. Right. <laughs> and so, you know, it's fine when it's your neighborhood, but don't send them to our neighborhood. You know, it's like Ted Kennedy, like build your windmill somewhere else, right? No, you right. want windmills. We're building it right there in front of, you know, Kenny Bunkport. Mm-hmm. So, but no, no, you're not. So the double standard is, uh, you know, abundantly clear. Um, I just saw a little thing I didn't, I hadn't noticed earlier. Did you know that Matt Gates actually uh, nominated President Trump for speaker? Yes, of the House? I, I was going to mention that earlier. <laughs> I forgot that, uh, to when that. You, you brought up Trump. I was like, you yep. tell me, brother. I could have <laughs> shouted and ran around the room and acted crazy. A lot of people said that, right? Oh, let's elect him speaker. And then when they remove Biden and Harris, he'll get to be president that way. Uh, but I don't. Yeah, but uh, they went first. It was Jim Jordan, then it was Byron Douglas, and then it was uh, Donald Trump. I thought it was. Uh, um, I enjoyed. Great. I I really, honestly enjoyed the Jim Jordan nomination because it, it his logic was great. You know, he doesn't want it. Maybe that's the reason we give it to him. Maybe mm-hmm. it's time to give it to somebody that's not seeking it. You know, George Washington didn't want to be president, right? right. But they 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 kind of like drafted him. Like we need you. And he's like, okay, I'll do it. And then they did it again. And he's like, two terms, that's it. And he set that, you know, that the two precedent. term precedent, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I was listening, I was like, yeah, come on, Jim, you know, do your duty. And, and maybe, Jim will you know, be maybe that maybe on Saturday you'll you'll owe me a dollar and yep. he'll be speaker house. No, I don't. I, know, I don't. Yeah, he doesn't I, want I, it, but you know, sometimes there's a lot of things that God tells me to do that I don't want to do. But you do it anyway, because if right. you don't do it, you're going to get disciplined. And once you get disciplined, then you're going to end up doing it. So you and might there, as well just skip the discipline level and do it. There's a couple of things I've done where I did not want to do it. I didn't want to step on toes, but I did it anyway. And you're right. And uh, it's nice to see that I was like, okay, uh, because it's the right thing to do, because God's called you to something that it, where you're needed, right? Where he's prepared you for. This is all good. So uh, I have, so uh, we have a, we have a lot of listeners in the, uh, you know, the Pullman area mm-hmm. and uh, WSU and uh, all that. And uh, so they got this, they got this dude. Yes. Um, the murderer. You, yeah. yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, obviously he's not been convicted yet. Uh, well, um, he's been convicted. He, I'm not convicted, but he's in, arraigned, if you will. Correct. And he'll go to court and so forth, but uh, they've charged him. Um, so it's still the, alleged the, and all that. But The yeah. FBI and the uh, local police department did a really good job. I know they come under a lot of pressure about, you know, why aren't you finding things? But apparently they've been tracking this guy for quite a while, trying to verify DNA, trying to verify his location. And uh it's uh, it's good. I, they think they've got the right guy, um, but that, the fact that he knew these people, the fact that he's been there, you know how close WSU and Moscow is. I mean, it's like they go over to there to drink. The underage kids go over to Moscow to drink. So it's pretty common. My wife went to WSU. Um, it's close. So the fact that this guy 
whatever reason it was, he's, he, but he's, uh, as one of the commentators said, he's too smart to be insane. So what drove him to put a mask on and go murder these four students uh, is beyond me. Um, but, you know, there is a death penalty uh, in Idaho. So uh, he might get it, brother, you know, even in this day and age. And I, I think it's appropriate if he's found guilty, don't you think? Yeah. Um, I, I just read an, an interesting, uh, biography of John Knox. Okay. So I kept hearing all these things about John Knox, uh, you know, bloody Mary, queen, queen Mary feared the prayers of John Knox more than 10,000, you know, foreign invaders, all this stuff. Right. And, um, one of the things that John Knox told, so John Knox, was basically like a John the Baptist type guy in Scotland in the 1500s, early 15, mid 1500s. Okay. And uh, definitely one of the reformation guys. And definitely uh, he was what they consider him. And I didn't know this, but they considered him to be the beginning of the Puritan movement because he was pure. He wanted the scriptures alone, mm-hmm. that the purity, none of this tradition stuff. He was very against, against the Catholic church at that time and all that. And, but one of the things that John Knox told, I think it was King, the King James, the the, the King James of the Bible guy, mm-hmm. he was like, well, should I execute, you know, these people or whatever? And he said, God will judge you just as harshly for not executing the people that have done crimes as he does for executing people who haven't done crimes, right? So he, mm. he really held... And, and I think that was uh, really the beginning that many people believe that America is here because of the ministry of John Knox, because John Knox had this, this doctrine of lesser magistrates, which is basically if the, if the king or whoever's in charge is trying to get you to do something against God's law, you do not have to obey them. It's in the Bible. You got Peter, James, and John and all this stuff. And, and so if you read the Bible, you know that. But at the same time, you, you look at these biblical prophets like Elijah, right, would go stand before the King Ahab and just mm-hmm. tell it like it is and fearlessly. And but I thought that was an interesting thing. Look, um, you don't want to keep alive the, the, the people that God says, no, they're guilty. They're obvious. It's obvious guilt beyond a shadow of a doubt, whatever. Execute but, them. Right. That's re- that's your question. But the but the. The other thing is, is you don't execute people or or punish yes. people like the January 6th people that have been held for two years in solitary yeah. confinement, having been charged yet. That's yeah, we've talked just about, as illegal. God hates a dishonest scales or uneven scales. Yeah. He, you know, th- that reminded me when you're talking about that, the first thing that I thought about was the fact that, that Saul lost the kingdom. Right. Because he didn't what, carry he out. He kept that fully. king alive, get egg, yeah. egg or whatever, right? Yeah. And kept some of the goods for himself and his people and thought he was doing a good thing, but he kept him alive. God said, take him out and kill them all. Right. And so and even all, there. And don't don't do the plunder. It was mm-hmm. a Jericho thing, yeah. right? Remember at Jericho, yeah. he said, destroy the whole thing. The whole thing's given over. And then uh what's his name? Uh, Aiken. You know, took the bricks of gold and the Egyptian mm-hmm. garment and all this stuff and hid it in his tent. And then, the, you know, AI kicks their butt. Right. right. And they're like, oh, we've sinned. And they're like, you know, or no, God, God's left us. And then they pray and like, you, you've sinned because this dude, one guy. What did they do? They took him out. They stoned him. They, they cleared it up. And then they were able to start winning again. 
Exactly and, right. Um, yeah. But this, you know, this is res- this responsibility stuff. And, you know, I'm thankful for the blood, right? I'm thankful that we can do that. But, you know, are these, you know, this being more loving than God thing doesn't work in government. <laughs> no, it I, doesn't. I honestly don't think it works anywhere, but, you know, especially in government, like we shouldn't be keeping alive or, or, or not punishing, you know, like these prosecutors that don't bring the cases and these judges that mm-hmm. don't convict or let people off, you know, um, it, I, it's not good. No, I a hundred percent. I told you about the study years ago, right. Where they did, um, they had people like, would you buy this? Or would you buy the one with the charity uh, tied to it or whatever? It was about, uh, uh being more, um, environmental. Right. And then, uh, then, um, they found some lost money and would you return it and so forth. And anyway, the study goes on the people that were, uh, more inclined to spend money or to support a cause like um, being green was less likely to be honest about returning money, right? It was like the whole idea. It was because their virtue was in the fact that they could say, hey, I spent more money for something green, like a Tesla or something, right? And so we see a lot of this from the government where they say, we're doing these good things with your money, so we feel good, but it's not really charity it's not from the heart it's not even uh but they said we're doing this you know sort of we have the power to like you said we love more than god right <laughs> where sometimes that's not what they need they don't need to be uh enabled to kill themselves with more drugs right that's not compassionate right withholding and sometimes incarcerating is the best answer to get them off of drugs we've talked about this, about this before Right. So, so it's this yeah, idea. Some people that, say we can't arrest our way out of the homeless problem. Well, we don't know that because we haven't right? tried. We haven't tried. <laughs> yeah, let's try. <laughs> yeah, let's try something else. You know, because we're compassionate and and they're breaking windows, they're stealing stuff, whatever. They're, you so, know, there's trouble there's trouble in River City, brother. I want I want to get your input on two stories. No, um, one's you don't. completely serious <laughs> and one's completely uh, ridiculous. Okay. The and you can pick which one's which for that matter. So one is the fact that um Putin, the president of Russia going is having this battle with Ukraine. This, this whole thing seems to be very much Trump was the president made for TV, right? Yeah. No kidding. Right. And it, apparently he's called for a, like a uh, Orthodox Christmas day truce for like, a, you know, like in the 19, the world war one called the truce for a day for Christmas, right. Made the movies and apparently Ukraine's rejected it. But, um, Many of the competitors are talking about how Putin's only doing this so he can reload and regroup and replan, take a little break from being shelled, even though they're the aggressors. What do you think? I mean, we're not military guys, obviously, but it's like, huh, this is sort of a second page news. But it's a big deal. If we've been talking about sending a $500 billion to Ukraine to fight Russia and Russia now wants to take a, a temporary break, that should be progress. What do you think? Yeah, well... We need to end this thing. Yeah. Right. And, and, and Putin is like trying to, to bring the temperature down. Like, mm-hmm. let's talk, let's end this thing. Ukraine could call that a win. Right. They, should. they, right. they, they could be like, we won. They, he right. come to the table, but they won't. Right. And, and there's the, the, the warmongers that, you know, in, in our, in our Congress and our Senate, whatever, in our white house, um, I don't know. They, they hate, they hate him. They hate Putin. No, they don't care. And they're, they're no way they keep going. We'll keep giving you money. I mean, they're giving 
you know, that hundred billion plus now mm-hmm. uh, that we've sent to Ukraine, that that party's over. I think. I think the new Congress will end that. I don't think they're going to be doing that anymore. I certainly hope so. Um, there's a lot of. I mean, uh, there was a story last week. I don't know the, the details of it. We have to look it up. But it was during this skirmish, this war where, where Ukrainians are fighting for their life in their country, Russia's being the aggressor, we're, we're having this proxy war where we're giving billions to Ukraine and other people, Russia's doing his thing. Um, Zelensky's out writing deals and, and working out uh, uh, sponsorships and stuff and sort of being a celebrity, which is kind of like, that's, this is weird. It's very strange. I don't remember any other war battle, whatever, where the prime minister, president, whatever, leader of a country is basically getting celebrity status. Uh, it's just, it's bizarre. It's almost like we live in this bizarre world right now, uh, which leads me, brother. Uh, I'm sure you saw this story. It was actually covered on Gutville, which is hilarious as well. But um, And it, I, it's a bogus story. It's a dumb story because we know Taylor Swift, um, very rich, very famous uh, musician, whatever. The story that's 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 being uh, broadcast, if you will, talked about, is that they they estimated that her cat is worth ninety seven million dollars. Uh, you know, so that her cat is on one of the you know, wealthy lists, if you will, only because the the association with Taylor Swift and that the cat being exposed to social media. The amount of people uh, that they generate that, that they generate ninety seven million dollars. That's insane, brother. I mean, just that's that's the crazy world we're in. That we're not only talking about a story like this, but secondly, that if even if the approximation of what the cat was worth is half that, what? <laughs> it's a, it, yeah. What do free, we value? I got a free cat. There you go. Right. See, it's my dogs fun. cost me money. They don't make me money. I mean, just, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah uh i didn't know we had an animal segment i think we should play some circus music or whatever i, I thought love the animals that. were all the rhinos and the elephants and the donkeys and whatever. yeah was. you know there's the, why is there always an elephant in a room versus like a rhino in a room right but an elephant in a room you have to address it right um a rhino should be addressed and it's not about name calling. It's like, okay, let's, let's, let's just talk about it. Uh, we have a platform. We have a set of values. Do you align with those values or not? Whether it's the 80-20 rule with uh, Ronald Reagan, at least, you know, um, adhere to 80% of the platform. That's not asking that much. And yeah, and stop fighting somebody. What, what, what was the one, the number one rule, right? Is don't go after one of your own. Yep, we do it all the time. Uh, I'm not we, you and I don't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, um, I want to, uh, I just want to move into um, New Year's resolutions and goals and things like that. You know, you're listening okay. to Doug and Marty versus the world. I'm Doug Bowser, my co-host, Marty McClendon. Do you do them? I do. I don't call resolutions. Um, I find that monthly, uh, quarterly, and yearly, it's good to write down um, your goals, your expectations, your action steps. It's an exercise. And now I'm, I'm terrible at it at times, but it, it is good to say, what do I want to achieve this year from my family, my walk with God? 
for my work, what kind of money you want to do, what kind of do as far as like physicality, if you will. And then um, the key there is to track that and check back in uh, weekly and monthly and make sure that you're making progress and then reevaluate. Is this truly what you want to do with your time? Because if we don't, it's like our money. If we don't track our money and plan our money, it just goes away. I mean, it's amazing if you, if you don't keep track of what you spend, how little you have, but if you put a dollar and and, a direction for wherever it goes, it's amazing how far it'll go. That's very Dave Ramsey of you. Yeah. Right. It's assigned a task. Same thing with our time. If we assign our time. Yeah. Tell your money what to do. Yeah. Good good advice. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting because I wrote down, uh, I I wrote down several uh, things on Tuesday Mm -hmm. when I got into work. So I had Monday off. Actually, Monday was take down the tree day and all that stuff. Right. Mm hmm. And I worked way too hard, but I got in on Tuesday and then I went back today and uh, was just going down the list and I'd already achieved like five of them in a week. And I'm like, wait a minute. Some of these were hard. Some of these were like big. And so I, I, I just, love it. I heartily just want to tell you, yeah, maybe, maybe new year's resolutions should be new month resolutions mm-hmm. or new week resolutions. Right. I heard and, it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it's amazing the power of that. And I, someone actually told me that, that, you know, this, the, and I was talking about this high school thing, right. Where I went mm-hmm. and played, uh, did street church in front of this major high school, uh, before the Christmas break. And, um, and I want to, you know, I'm like, I want to do this more. I actually met with another church and uh, across the street from another high school today, me and uh, pastor Mike. Mm-hmm. And, um, they said, you need to write the vision and make it plain. So the, those who read it can run with you, Doug. And I was just like, oh, that's cool. And it goes along with what you're saying. Yeah. There's power in writing this stuff down. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's amazing. Even um, linguistics. If you talk about well, you can say something, you can hear something, but when you write something, you focus your thoughts, you come in agreement with it, if you will. Uh, there's a lot of power in writing it down. Of course, looking back at it and holding yourself accountable, but yeah, a hundred percent. And it's, it's amazing things you can write down. And even those that don't look at it again, much of those things they'll accomplish because they put it in their subconscious. They've agreed with it. They've set it forth in motion. They've created our creative power, right? As children of God made in the image of God who spoke into being right light. And it was good and life. It was good. And, you know, and so forth. Um, we're supposed to speak, right? The power of, the, of life and death is in the tongue, right? It's what we speak and what we write very yeah. powerful. And so it's, it's not about, you know, I'm going to lose 150 pounds or I'm going to, those are good, but it, it's also, we have learned that, okay, I'm going to set a goal that is smart, right? Measurable, right? Specific, measurable, right? And uh, attainable and, and on a time period so that we can hold ourselves accountable. And like I said, if we assign our time, uh, uh, specific actions, we will get to our goals. And I, I just love that. So good. You know, one of the things that I've found to be helpful over the years is before you get, you know, really into the goals for the year and stuff like that, clarify your values. Mm -hmm. You know, what, you know, what is the most important thing in your life? You know, hopefully it's God and your family and your relationships and things Mm -hmm. like that. And then, you know, instead of just like, I'm going to get a new pickup and I'm going to, you know, get a raise or whatever, which those are great things. I mean, you know, I love getting a new pickup. Right. But, um, 
the but I'm going to spend more time with my kids. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go on 12 dates this year with my wife once a month or whatever. And then, um, you know, use your values to set your goals and don't don't try to just like arbitrarily. Well, I should mm-hmm. do this because that, you know, when you when you tie your goal to your heart, there's a, a much, much greater um, a chance of success when you agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you have an emotional tie to it. The idea is you're emotionally engaged with it. This is the reason why I'm working to, for more money is so I can spend time with a family or go on a vacation. A vacation, or whatever. Right, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. And and uh, and have that, you know, set that as, uh, you know, what what can I what can I do for the Lord this year? What can Amen. I do? Uh, what can I do for my family? What can I do for myself? And um, obviously, uh, tie that into how how will I feel when I accomplish this, you know, that's another thing too, or you, you kind of visualize it. Wow. I have this thing and then let yourself feel like that. So then when it happens, you can be like, I, I planned this anyway, we're out of time. I hope everybody has a happy new year. Be, be sure to go and visit Doug and Marty.com. This is Doug Bassler and Marty McClendon. Thanks. Dude.